Good morning, good morning, my dear brothers and sisters, clergy and ambassador for peace. 안녕하십니까? I returned to New York from Minnesota yesterday. Thank you again for the hospitality and love of the Minnesota family. They are so kind. They are so much welcoming me. Wow, it was a really incredible hospitality and church leader's wife and Japanese members cook every day for my breakfast. Yeah, and then also, you know, even the uh, Keiko Obora and then Kodan leader Aiko, they also came to the airport and sent me. Wow, thank you so much, beautiful, your beautiful hospitality once again. Today, I'd like to talk about the model family or family of the three generations from through a mother's anthology, volume two, let's study. The model family, a family of three generations. Ladies and gentlemen, the shortcut to fulfilling God's will lies in building harmony in the family. Children who grow up and are properly educated in a wholesome family will become the elite forces who can fulfill heaven's will. When three generations, the grandparents, parents, and children join in true love and harmonize into oneness, a garden of true harmony can finally be established in that family. Brief as it was during your stay here in Korea, you have all studied the divine principle, which came from heaven as the wisdom that will save humankind in this age. You have also had long discussions on the purpose and significance of the able type UN. Among the 6 billion people on earth, you have been chosen. As you now return to your homes, please do not forget the responsibility that has been given to you from heaven. I ask that you do everything you can do, can, to build the eternal peace kingdom on earth through the true family movement. When you return home, please do so with joy and hope in your heart. We shall succeed. Heaven's peace ambassadors and secret envoys like you are now taking a stand in all parts of the world. The true parents, the king and queen of peace of the peace kingdom in heaven and on earth will guide you. Your good ancestors, who number in the billions, will descend from the spirit world and watch your every word and action with blazing eyes. Please return to your countries with abundant heavenly fortune. I pray that God's blessing be with you and your nations. Thank you very much. Yes. Harmony within the family can will only be established in the family of God. The teaching of the principle are the way for heaven to fulfill God's will in this age. Children who grow up and then are properly educated in wholesome family will become the elite forces who can fulfill heaven's will. The principle is the only gospel that saves humanity, where the three generations of grandparents, parents, and children will harmonize in true love. 
Therefore, we were chosen from uh, among 8 billion people and received a calling from heaven to spread these words and blessing to all people. Spreading the principle and the blessing is our responsibility and mission. As stated in number six of the family pledge, our responsibility as those who are blessed first is to connect the blessing of heaven to those around us. We need to convey blessing to our neighbors. This is our mission. This is our portion of responsibility. The representative attribute of the place is multiplication. Very important. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Again, one of the great attributes of the blessing is multiplication. Just as water arises, if it is stagnant and it does not flow, the Father said that if we do not you know, uh, propagate the blessing, we have received we have we have received from heaven around us the blessing will become a disaster that's why as the blessed couple we need to multiply blessing why heavenly father you know uh, choose us become chosen guy chosen girl what's the reason ask us to multiply that's why one of the great attribute of blessing is multiplication do not multiply, Father say, will become a disaster. Now we must not forget, even for a moment, what our portion of responsibility is as we have been called by heaven. We must not forget, even for a moment, that we are, we are the ones who must do everything in our power to establish an eternal kingdom of peace through, through family movement on this land. Connecting blessing to those around you is the to shortcut to achieve the kingdom of peace. So we must go forward with joy and hope and with the, uh, the determination to make it through without fail. If we make a, such a decision through parents, the king and the queen of peace of this peace kingdom in heaven and owners will guide you, your good ancestors, uh, who number uh, in the billions and will descend from the spirit world and watch your every word and action with blazing eyes. My brothers and sisters, that's why, really, we need to know that why Heavenly Father call me, become chosen people, ask us to multiply blessing, right? One of the greatest attributes of the blessing is multiplication. That's why, you know, no matter what, we need to think how to convey the blessing to our neighbors, our communities. Living divine principle, God's work of salvation. Let's study EDP. God's work of salvation is the providence of restoration. God intended to create a world of goodness and experience from it the utmost joy. Yet due to the human fall, the world came to be filled with sin and sorrow. If this sinful world were to continue forever in its present state, then God would be an impotent and ineffectual God who failed in his creation. Therefore, God will save the sinful world by all means. 
To save a person suffering under the yoke of sin means to restore him to his original sinless state. Thus, God, God's work of salvation is the providence of restoration. The human fall was undoubtedly the result of human mistakes. Nevertheless, God also assumed some responsibility for the outcome because it was he who created human beings. God, the eternal subject partner, created us to live eternally because he wanted to share eternal joy with human beings as his object partners. Therefore, God saves fallen people and restores them to the original, pure state in which he initially created them. God's purpose of creation is the establishment of the kingdom of heaven, which in its totality is God's good object partner. The center of God's kingdom on earth is to be human beings. Ever since the fall of the first human ancestors frustrated this will, the primary goal of the providence of restoration has been nothing less than to rebuild the kingdom of heaven on earth. Jesus told his disciples to pray, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. His words testify that the goal of the providence of restoration is the establishment of the kingdom of heaven on earth. Yeah, we are talking about recently salvation, right? Uh, there is a you know step by step uh, how to how to really save the human being. There is a God's plan for salvation. We are talking about individual salvation, family, tribal, national, and total world salvation, cosmic salvation, Satan's salvation, God's liberation. Yesterday I talked about family salvation, but today we will look at tribal salvation. Uh, tribal salvation be a blessing does not end with just receive a family blessing. Already I mentioned that one of one of the greatest attribute of the blessing is what to multiply, to come convey to your neighbors and your tribe. The primary goal of the blessing is to multiply blessing to their vertical level. A blessed family as able families must save their own tribe, the realm of Cain. You cannot enter heaven without saving Cain. The perfecting the realm of the royal family in, uh, in the third family place is achieved through completing the mission of the tribal messiahs. This is a very important point. I, I want to explain more. The mission of the tribal messiah, place number three, talk about the four great realms of heart, the three great kingships, and the realm of the royal family. This is like a textbook and shows the pattern that should be fulfilled by everyone. Okay? The first one, you need to fulfill four great realms of heart. Secondly, three great kingships. And final stage is the blessed family. Everybody needs to fulfill realm of the royal family. Many people could not understand the meaning of the realm of the royal family. So what is the realm of the royal family? The realm of the royal family expresses 
the intention to save all the people of the satanic world who, in the position of the elder son, have been striving to destroy God. After restoring one's tribe, completing the mission of the heavenly tribal messiah, uh, tribal mission, and being registered in the Chanbo one, one can acquire citizenship to enter the realm of the royal family. When you complete vertically, okay, uh, liberate your ancestors and giving blessing to 430 generation and horizontally, you're giving blessing 430 uh, families in your tribe, then you have a qualification to register Chanbo one. Once you register Chanbo one, then you have a qualification to enter the realm of the royal family, which is a citizenship, heavenly citizenship. To registration, Chanbuan means you, you get officially citizenship of the Chan Ilgu. This is real, this is the final stage. Everybody needs to go, not just only some of them need to do it. That's why whenever you determine to do about the you know tribal messiah mission, God help you. Problem is, you know, oh, you know, many people say, I don't have money, I don't have manpower, I don't know what to do. But I am telling you, your 1% portion of response, just you determine, you are you are, you have to be serious. I really want to do. Then God will show the wisdom how to do. That's why our 1% portion of responsibility is a determination. Do nothing I am doing. If you determine to do something, then the rest, God will do it. Problem is, you are not so serious. You are not serious in determination. That's why God cannot help you. So if you determine, your ancestors, they really helping you, and good spiritual world ancestors helping you, and God helping you. Important thing is your attitude and your determination. Very important, my brothers and sisters. Tribal Messiah mission is a saving king. Was the realm of the royal family. Now we have nothing but family. So what do we mean by this realm of the royal family? This means Cain, who we have to save Cain. Therefore, you must not forget Cain. It is not your own family that will form the realm of the royal family. Your family has to unite with the Cain family, inherit the kingdom of this world, and set those families up in the younger sibling position. Heavenly honey. To Father's final prayer. Today, as I have returned the conclusion of the final perfection to you, Father, I am aware that I have offered my whole life up to this moment to you, Father. I am spending this time now to bring my life to a conclusion, to bring it to a close with Jensung, according to your will. When tribal messiahs have established the names that can represent the nations, everything will come to a conclusion. I have accomplished all these tasks. I have completed everything. Adieu. Guru Father's last, last prayer is that the providence to restore the nation will come to an uh, on end when we complete the mission of the heavenly tribal messiah. messiah. So each one of the blessed family, family fulfill their own uh, tribal messiah mission 
automatically we can restore one nation. Automatically we can restore the world. So, you know, to restore the one nation, okay, one sovereignty, one people, it begins from tribal messiah mission. That's why each one of the blessed family, you need to know that what the purpose is to fulfill tribal messiah mission in order to restore one nation, one sovereignty, one people. So today's youth ministry is very short, just one slide, but very important. Whose manifestation of hope are you? Let's study. Whose manifestation of hope are you? Whose manifestation of hope are you? You are the manifestation of the word to fulfill God's wish. Who created you? God created you. You didn't create yourself. Therefore, you must be aware that you must be centered on God's will, not the other way around. In that sense, what is the word centered on? Should the creator be the center or should you be the center? You have to empty your mind. You have to think that there's not a single percent that belongs to you. Therefore, you should know for sure that you exist because of heaven. Aren't you the one who was born because you commanded God to be born as a man or a woman with your own wish? Were you born because you asked to be born as a man? In that sense, you are not you. Yeah. yeah. To the Father, once had a face-to-face -face encounter with God through Jesus and had a time to exchange questions and answers. True Father realized that God, he had to, uh, I know, uh, True Father, he had to fulfill his mission as the Messiah and ask God a lot of questions. One of the, those questions was if God had a wish. Meeting God and asking such a question in this way is something that other religious people cannot imagine. This is because many people think that God is all-knowing and omnipotent, that, that God does not need anything. Whatever he wants, he can, he, can, he can get anything. That's why people believing that God is all-knowing and omnipotent. Whatever he wants, he can get anything. You may wonder what kind of a wish can on or omniscient and omnipotent God who can possess everything as he desires could have. But when Toro Father asked God what his wish was, God told Toro Father to save all human beings and bring them into the bosom of God. Wow. Then Toro Father noticed that, wow, God cannot do by himself. Right? There is God's portion of responsibility and there is a human portion of responsibility. At the same time, there is a Messiah's portion of responsibility. That's why God sent the Messiah, asked him to save all mankind, bring back to God's bosom. So once father uh, noticed that, once father know about God's vision, he really, he really cried. 
And what you must know clearly is that although God is omniscient, omnipotent, when he created a human being, he had dreams and visions and wishes for each human beings. From that point of view, whose manifestation of hope are you? My brothers and sisters, you are said to be the manifestation of God's will to fulfill his wish. This is incredible. Many and many of the human beings do not know. God has a wish for me. Right? So yesterday I'm talking about human each one of the human being substantial form of God's wish. Substantial form of God's wish. You know, you need to know that. This is a very, very important point. I think many people do not know God has a wish. And then, you know, I was born with God's wish. Many people do not know. That's why they go their own way. What do you, what do you uh, all think? Isn't it really surprising and amazing that omnipotent and great God has a wish for us? Therefore, it is true that we were born with God's wish from the time I was born. Again, this is very important. It is true that we were born with God's wish from the time I was born. We should know that. We are not just born without a purpose. God has a wish and vision for me. That's why I, I, I need to fulfill his wish. I need to fulfill his, his, you know, his desires. That's why that's the purpose of our, our, our life. We need to know his wish. We need to know his will. This is the, this is the purpose of my life. But secular world, any human being, they go their own way. A completely different direction from God's wishes and God's desire. You know, in a human being's misery, begins from there. So, in order to fulfill God's will, you must empty your mind. Why? You need to empty your mind because you cannot have your own desire. Okay? Your own goal. God's goal should be my goal, God's dream should be my dream. God's wish should be my wish. You have to think that there is not a single person that belongs to you. Everything 100% belongs to God. My nose, my mouth, my eyes, my neck, and my hands and two legs, everything belongs to God. I cannot insist. My body belongs to me. My mind belongs to me. You need to understand, you have to think that there is not a single person that belongs to you. I am the resultant being. I came from God. God is his creator. He's the one who created me. That's why I, not, I, I am not mine. Therefore, you should know for sure that you exist because of heaven. Because of God. You exist because of God, because of heaven. When you were born, were you born because you ask God, Heavenly God, 
heavenly God, please let me born as a male, or please make me born as a female? Did you want? Did you want that before you coming out from the mother's womb? You were not born on this earth because you wished, were you? Am I correct? Am I correct? Huh? You were born on the earth, not by your wish. To live your life, okay, entire your life, not, not because of you. When you die, this is because you wish it. We cannot decide anything. That's why absolutely we need to rely on God. We need to live centering on God's wishes. Many people do not know this point. That's why they lose hope and vision and wandering here and there. And you don't live on this earth because you wished, did you? Also, you don't die because you want to, do you? In this sense, you are not yourself. Therefore, if there is a person who struggles and devotes himself and labors to fulfill God's desire, whether he sleeps or wake, wakes up, God cannot help but war with that person. Then what is God's wish for me? It is to fulfill the three great blessings. First, it is to become his filial son, his filial daughter, and become a perfect true human being. That is God's wishes. God maybe <laughs> God tried to write a wish paper to each one of the human beings, Heavenly Father, each one of the human beings, my wish paper. Each one of the human beings need to be what? Filial sons and daughters. If there is a chance God write down his wish paper, what is his number one wish? Each one of the, my children have to be filial sons and daughters. The second is that a man and woman receive the blessing and become husband and wife, become, you know, uh, husband and wife, uh, create ideal family. That's the second wishes. He write down his wishes on his wish paper. Dr. Young, you have to be a filial son and a filial son. Secondly, you need to create ideal family, okay? And then what's God's, God's third wishes? Write down the, his wishes on his wish paper. Become one with each other and form a ideal, not only ideal family. I'm talking about third. Third is the ideal family expands and forms the kingdom of heaven and on earth, governing all things blessed by heaven with love on behalf of God and living happily. Living happily and joyfully centering on God. I want to see that kind of the kingdom of heaven, that kind of the ideal world. Wow. Heavenly Father, how long waited for that day? Because of the fall. Instead of happiness and joy, how much he shed another sweat and blood and tears and become his really 
with the, uh, uh, his hand, his sorrowful heart. Can you imagine for that, my brothers and sisters? So, what you must not forget, even for a moment, is that you are the substantial form of God's wishes to realize God's dream. Once again, what you must not forget, even for a moment, is that you are the substantial form of God's wishes to realize God's dream. Wow. I really love Father. Explain in that way so clearly. Right? What's the purpose of my life? What should I live for what? No? Very, very clear. That's why God's wish has to be my wish. Okay? I need to give up my own way, my own desire, my own thinking, my own future. God has a plan for each one of us. Very clear. Not everybody become minister. Not everybody become about, uh, you know, what the public mission. In any way, someone is a businessman, someone is become artist, and someone become really all kind of the job. You need to think that this is, uh, you know, your mission to fulfill your goal, God's wish. Very, very important. I realized that, you know, to raise up me, Heavenly Father, how much invest for me? I really came to realize every day he has a very clear plan every day, every hour for me to for me to do. That's why when I unite with him, I already know what should I do. I already know where to go. He has a plan for me. He has a vision for me. Very clear. That's why when you unite with him. He will give the vision, wisdom, okay? Very clear plan. That's why you need to have empty mind. Heavenly Father, what do you plan for me? Especially you, you become 16 years old. Father said uh, between 16 to 24 years old, you have the clear alignment and God tell you very clearly exactly what to do but still do not know what to do, where to do, or where, what to do, which way you make money. If you think that way, you cannot get wisdom from heaven. Father said, as long as you have clear alignment centering on God, between 16 to 24 years old, God clearly giving you goal, what to do. Wow. Today I talk about whose manifestation of hope are you. Thank you very much. God bless you. Thank you, Dr. Yong. Yes. Thank you for just sharing about not asserting yourself uh, just recently. I, I really appreciate it. Yeah. Just understanding that we are creation of God and then our ultimate joy comes from us realizing our God-given purpose and following God's will. With that, we're going to go on to our living testimony. And so uh, today we're going to go all the way to Seattle. And I think you all know him. David Wolfenberger will be uh, sharing about the High Noon Project. So let's welcome up Dave Wolfenberger. Good morning, Dr. Young. Good morning, everybody. Oh, David. Wow. So good to see you. <laughs> I'd like to share this morning about 
our recent, uh, let me just, yeah, about our recent tour to, uh, to Europe. We, uh, we did a young adult tour there in four countries. And the purpose of this tour was first to, it was experience focused. We had a lot of discussion. The young people were sitting at tables with four or five people each and a lot of time for discussion. Instead of just learning about high noon uh, through long lectures, we had short lectures and participants were given the chance to, uh, to really practice building that culture. And uh, we had originally thought about one big summit in Europe, but uh, we listened to the leaders there and we decided to have four regional summits to gather more young people. After helping them experience the freedom of living, high noon life, we invited them to, uh, jo to join our spring challenge and we got 80 uh, people to sign up for a six week spring challenge. The contents of this were how to intentionally create culture. So instead of just being the recipient of society's culture, how to take responsibility and ownership over creating our own culture and own traditions. Practicing the five high noon virtues, which are honesty, integrity, accountability, courage, and grace. And purity and how to take ownership of your sexual organ. The theme of the workshops in Europe, young adult workshops there, as well as the young adult workshops we had in, in America last year, were taking ownership of your sexual organ. Faith and sexuality, how to lift shame and receive grace, and creating a North Star goal. A North Star goal is a goal which which is there no matter how lost and confused you get in life, it is the same place, your North Star goal. Everywhere we went, we gave out to the young adults for the universe book. And uh, this is our, um, this is UK. We had our team was there, uh, Sammy, Andrew, Benji, and, uh, and Mitzi and I, we joined the last one. This one is Poland. Uh, there are a lot of Ukrainian refugees here. And this is the only one we had more sisters on than brothers. And this was Budapest. This was our largest workshop. We had 56 people, participants. And this is the one that Mitzi and I joined uh, in Camburg, Germany. Oh, uh, after we came back, we, uh, I got a text from one mother. She said, um, she said, how wonderful that you could attend the high noon workshop in Camburg. Our son had a truly uplifting experience and he's absolutely loving the core of the universe devotional. He said he feels that he suddenly has gained clarity about the many subjects that high noon covers and he feels determined to pursue the blessing. So I'd like to share a few testimonies that we got. We got hundreds of testimonies actually in, in Europe and in America over these young adult workshops.
The main thing that I'm grateful for is how High Noon makes it much easier to have these conversations within our community. I feel much freer to open up to my parents after High Noon came to the UK a few years ago. And I feel it's getting easier for everyone around me to do the same as there's less fear of judgment and isolation. I liked how the talks were littered with opportunities to discuss in small groups, which helped to make the sessions more interactive, engaging, and relevant. The most surprising topic was definitely same-sex attraction. It's like the forbidden topic, but it inspired me so much to hear something like this come from our community. I can be so proud to be born in this movement and very grateful for this workshop. From other people in this workshop, I really feel this mindset of growth that inspires me to see so many people wanting to grow just like me. That to me is high noon culture, such a healthy environment. Participating in this high noon workshop truly helped me to open up my eyes to acknowledge that I'm not the only one struggling with unwanted addictions and an empty lifestyle. Despite all the materialistic successes I've achieved so far, I've never truly felt happy or fulfilled. It's been a mask to hide my shame, pain, and resentment. Fear to face my issues has held me back in life for too long. God had not left me, but I had left God. At High Noon, we champion True Parents' vision for High Noon culture and absolute sex. And I'd like to share with you a little bit about uh, a little bit about High Noon now. Um, like to give you a little background about how it began. It started when we realized how many young people were plagued with unhealthy sexual behaviors. And these are the young people, 16 to 24, who should be like Dr. Young, you said this morning, this should be the prime of their life. They should be forming their, their, uh, their goals, discovering what God wishes for them. And yet they were, they were just uh, shackled with these, uh, these habits of pornography and masturbation. And this made them feel so distant from God and from their parents and from the church community. Many had lost hope for the blessing. So we wanted to help them. And this was our heart. Father tried to educate us about absolute sex, but for some reason, it just didn't click. Now, I believe, is the time that we can, uh, we can really get the importance of absolute sex. It's not enough for second gen just to to be told, no, 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 don't do this. Don't watch porn. Don't masturbate. Don't date. Don't kiss. That's what that's what we experienced as first gen. And it's like we put a blindfold on. And after we got blessed, we took off the blindfold and we were just supposed to like instinctively uh, know how to relate to this new uh, creature called a man or a woman. And for many, it didn't go so well. For most of our second gen, they have not had the education they need. And that's why High Noon is creating a post-blessing education program. We're working together with the BFM now and with blessed family departments around the world to offer education on preparing for heavenly intimacy. Father educated the early couples about sexual relations before they started their family. 
And High Noon wants to uh, emulate and continue this heavenly tradition. That was really our motivation for starting High Noon. Um, we really have so many amazing opportunities to teach absolute sex to our young people and to bless couples. There's a quote by Lee Iacocca. Uh, it says that, he said, we are continually faced with great opportunities, brilliantly disguised as insurmountable difficulties. And in my own life, pornography was an insurmountable difficulty. And solving my own problem and helping other people to solve theirs has been a huge challenge. But through that, Heinen has been able to spread true parents' teaching of absolute sex around the world. This summer, we're going to, we're going to be going to Latin America uh, in June or July, eight countries there to do a high noon tour. And then later on this fall, we're going to go uh, to Southeast Asia, to Thailand, Korea, back to the Philippines. We've been there. This will be the third time. And Dr. Young, when I was there last time, I saw your footprints everywhere I went, the school that you created and just everywhere I went, uh, your junksung was uh the soil was saturated with your junk song so thank you very much the people there really love you thank you thank you david and uh, mitri i really i have a favor of you uh david uh, first of all i really appreciate your really incredible job especially high known education but really one thing i really strongly request to you i want to help you not just only you, you need to raise up a lot of leaders who can become really lecturer or, or counselor. You know, not just, also we need to have the professional guy who can talk to them very well, especially same-sex marriage as well. This is a very serious issue. According to data of the Korea Christianity, young people, they survey, more than 90% of the Christian young people, they are watching pornography. Can you imagine? Can you imagine that? Even our church, I think same things. They do not know how to solve the problem. I love that. I love you going around and teaching. But I think for you, not in terms of your age, we need to really find one of the really school to raise up the lecturers and counselors professional way. And in the future, really this one is we need to create one of the very serious department under the family, our family department, and in each area, in each state, in each sub-region. This is the, one of the most important education to protect our second generation. For you, I know your, your devotion and effort, really incredible. Now it's time to raise up. You know, if young children, young our second generation, they approach, uh, you know, you know, they approach to the other young people, then it, that will be more powerful. I think already you show the model. I really let's discuss more detail how do we create a school, particularly this area. We need more focus, absolute education, and how to counsel, how how to have the healing problem to settle down. We need to do, this area is really incredibly important. David, I once again, I really deeply appreciate you. Thank you so much, David, for your presentation. Yes, thank you. 
Yeah, in our organization, uh, Sammy Oyama is the director. It's mostly led by second gen. Mm. And the group that went to Europe was uh, four second gen uh, staff members of High Noon. Uh, that has been one of our main goals to raise up young leaders. Mm. Uh, they do most of the education. Yeah, what I mean, just only two or three guys are not enough because so much problems everywhere. They need to have a counsel one by one. And they need to teach them how, what's the process to heal this problem. Not just only once a lecture. Need to have a program to heal, like a 40-day program and three months program. Then everybody testify, I deliver it from the chapter two. We need to have that kind of program I'm talking about. Because already you lay the foundation. We each time to start to have that kind of school. Anyway, let's discuss more detail. I am very, very serious about this matter. Thank you, David, and Mitsue. Uh, Thank you. We'll do our best. Yeah. Thank you, Uncle David and Mitsue Sang for sharing with us uh, just High Noon program. There's so much work you've been doing over the years and just incredible around the world. Thank you.